Hello, welcome to The Real Thing. I'm your host, Joel Lawrence. The Real Thing is an extension of Bergen Film Club, which is a film society in Bergen, Norway. And on this podcast, I talk all about the films included in the film society's program, why they're cool, why we chose them, why I should see them. Today, once again, we are talking about Trash Film Festival, which is coming out or begins tomorrow, if you're listening to this on day of release. Um, and to talk about one of the final films in the Trash program, joined again by Carolina Tramberg. Hello. Hello. I'm back. You're back again. Yay. Yeah. Now officially the most featured guest on the podcast. Really? Mm. Did I beat Bendik? Yeah. Really? By one. <gasps> Let's podcast. go. Yeah, so I gotta have him back, I guess. No. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, continuing phasing me out and then bendik and you will host the podcast yeah, yeah. that's that's what's going to happen in the end Absolutely. it's just going to be bendik and i <laughs> yeah yeah so today uh on sunday which is the 26th yeah. of november we will be showing this movie which is going to be the 1996 joe's apartment yes yes this movie was chosen by you it was why did you choose it because it is just a very oh a very fun movie Mm -hmm. i it's it's kind of it's difficult to describe the movie but it's such a it's a treat uh that deserves to be viewed on a big screen even Mm. though it is awful (laughs) which is the point of the festival Mm. but yeah it's uh it has everything it has attempted comedy Okay. It has, um, yeah, Mm. (laughs) it has uh, musical numbers. It's basically a musical. Okay. Uh, It has uh, questionable uh, shot of boobs, and it has cockroaches. Yeah. How questionable? Just like uh, here's a pair of titties, and we're gonna drop a bunch of cockroaches on them. Oh. Yeah. Wow. In a dress, so we don't see full nudity. Okay. But it's still very much a cleavage. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so as you said, this is a 1996 American musical black comedy, as it is described on the famous wikipedia.org. <laughs> Written and directed by John Payson in his mm-hmm. feature directorial debut, based on his 1992 short film of the same name, starring Jenny O'Connell, Jerry O'Connell, mm-hmm. and Megan Ward. It is the first MTV Films production, and it was the only one not to involve Paramount Pictures, which is interesting. It was also the first film that Blue Sky Studios was involved in. Whoa. Yep, which is super, super weird. (laughs) Known for their amazing current day animation projects. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Why not? (laughs) Yeah. The main focus of the story is the fact that, unbeknownst to many humans, cockroaches can talk but prefer not to, as humans Mm. smush first and ask questions later. They also sing and even have their own public access television cable TV channel. Actors providing the roaches' voices include Billy West in his feature debut, Jim Turner, Rick Aviles in his final film role before his death, Tim Blake, Nelson, B.D. Wong and Dave Chappelle. The film received generally negative reviews from critics and was a box office (laughs) failure. I mean, uh, as it should, to be honest. Yeah, but B.D. Wong, that's uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know it is definitely one of those like okay hmm. that that was a film i had a good time yeah did i need this film <laughs> in my life yes and no hmm. <laughs> but yeah it's definitely an interesting one <laughs> yeah for sure i just wanted to talk through the production because yeah. it was also kind of interesting mm-hmm so Payson originally created the short film Joe's Apartment in 1992, which aired on MTV as a filler in between commercial breaks. Payson said he was inspired by a 1987 short film called Those Damn Roaches and the 1987 Japanese film Twilight of the Cockroaches, the latter crossing hand-down animation and live action. After the short received a Cable Ace Award, MTV executives were impressed enough to discuss producing a feature adaptation with Payson. In 1993, MTV made a deal with Geffen Pictures during the development to produce films based on the network's properties and released through Warner Bros. While Joe's Apartment was put into production with a $13 million budget, a feature film adaptation of Beavis and Butthead was also put into development. Mm-hmm. Joe's Apartment was the first feature film Blue Sky Studios was involved in, having previously produced company logos and animated commercials. <laughs> Under Chris Wedge's supervision, Blue Sky produced computer-animated sequences of the cockroaches. The film also blended them with scenes of puppetry, real cockroaches, and stop-motion animation, including the TV roach porn. Executives at 20th Century Fox were impressed enough with Joe's apartment to acquire Blue Sky, and eventually the studio became a feature animation company. That's very fun. Yeah. (laughs) The history of how Blue Sky exists is because of Joe's apartment. Incredible. (laughs) Yeah. But did, like, Blue Sky, okay, Blue Sky Studios, they made, like... I feel like it's all those kind of like B list animation films. Mm-hmm. Ice Age. Yeah. We uh can from now on thank Joe's apartment <laughs> for the creation of Ice Age. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't exist anymore, by the way. Sadly. It, uh, it disappeared in uh, 2021 after Disney acquired it. Oh, that's right. Um and then closed it. <laughs> mm. But yeah, we wouldn't have the Ice Age franchise without Joe's apartment. Exactly. That's that's very fun. That feels like 9-11 Twilight type of Yeah. Do you want to briefly explain that? (laughs) No. Uh, I can. Uh, 9-11 happened. Um, Joe will wait. It did. It did did happen. Indeed, indeed, we all know about it. Uh, Joe will wait. The... uh, singer and the creator of my chemical romance was in new york at the time okay uh and was very traumatized naturally by it so that's why my chemical romance happened he kind of used it as a way of dealing with his trauma okay and then uh, uh the author of uh, twilight why can't i remember her name stephanie right now mayer. stephanie mayer i was yeah. thinking susan collins i've heard so much about yeah. uh the Hunger games later mm-hmm. but stephanie mayer she heard their cool. music yeah. And uh she thought they were so cool. And <laughs> uh yeah. she liked their costume, which you can find on some pictures, are very similar to the Voltaris. So the Voltaris oh. from the Twilight franchise happened. And then she kinda used the Voltaris and then did a whole Yeah, then Twilight happened. She wrote Twilight and Damn. Yeah. And then Okay. okay. Yes. That's a lot to take in. It is. <laughs> and also a fun fact, Fifty Shades of Grey is a Twilight fan fiction. Yeah. 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 Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it just felt similar like Joe's apartment. Yeah. To Ice Age. 
Not the Joe's apartment, Ice Age pipeline, nine eleven, Twilight pipeline. Yes, yeah, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of reception for Joe's apartment, even with the enthusiastic billing as MTV's first feature movie and the support of the company, Joe's apartment was a box office failure when it opened in July twenty sixth, nineteen ninety six, opening in one thousand five hundred and twelve theaters, which I just did an episode on Dune. Mm-hmm. It's like a thousand more theaters than Dune opened with. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, but it earned a dismal 1.8 million. And Aww. the film closed all screenings in the middle of August and finished with only 4.6 million. Mm-hmm. Warner sold distribution rights for later MTV film productions back to MTV's parent company, Viacom, not long after. Yeah. Reviews were almost universally negative, mostly distaste at the blending of grimy, gross-out gags and upbeat musical humor. Roger Ebert, our fave. Mm. gave the film one star out of four, stating, Joe's Apartment would be a very bad comedy even without the roaches, <laughs> but it would not be a disgusting one. No, wait, I take that back. Even without the roaches, we would still have this subplot involving the pink disinfectant urinal cakes. Mm. Audiences surveyed by CinemaScore gave the film a grade B plus on a scale of A plus to F. Joe's Apartment has an approval rating of 19% based on 27 professional reviews on the review aggregator Rotten Tomatoes, with an average rating of 3.9 out of 10. Its critical consensus reads, audiences will want their security deposit back from Joe's apartment, <laughs> a lame comedy whose dancing cockroaches are more charming than the human characters. Okay, uh, it's not a lame comedy. <laughs> it's still fun. Uh-huh. Uh, it's also... Um, I was so surprised when I watched it because I didn't really know what to expect. Mm-hmm. It was uh, I watched it with a friend of mine and she was like, she saw someone she follows on Tumblr yeah. log in on mm-hmm. Letterboxd. Oh, yeah. And talk about it a little bit. And we were like, oh my God, this sounds so funny and weird. Mm-hmm. We have to see what this is all about. Because we saw the um, the tagline, sex, bugs, and rock and roll. It's like, yep. how can you not <laughs> watch that? Yep. And we saw it. And at the end, we just looked at each other. And it's like, this is the most anti-landlord film I have mm. ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> Which is very funny. And might be the reason that some people don't like it. Like subconsciously they were like hmm they're really criticizing landlords here yeah okay which is a good thing in my opinion yeah we should (laughs) criticize landlords we should uh let thousands of cockroaches live with landlords absolutely on a daily basis yeah Yeah. just here you go yeah my recent experience with my current landlord is that we had like a potential gas leak moment (laughs) in my apartment Mm mm-hmm and he and we had to call the fire brigade. Yeah. And it was a very big event and it concluded that the issue was not a gas leak but mm-hmm. our faulty wiring burning through plastic that was making the smell. And then we called him all day. I live in like an apartment block. Mm-hmm. Every single person in the apartment was texting him and he didn't reply until the oh. next day and he was like, "I'm in Greece. I'll call you when I get back." <gasps> That is insane. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, because uh, to talk a bit about the movie very quickly, mm. uh, we follow Joe, an aspiring artist, who uh, who tries to find an apartment in New York. Difficult. Very difficult. Mm. Uh, but um, luckily, he finds the apartment after the old lady that lived there by accident falls down the stairs while the landlords are there. <laughs> okay. Because it's such a cheap place. Mm. And uh, he kind of like, it's my apartment now. Oh. And 
kind of bit of the movie is like the landlord tries to get him out of there because okay i don't know why really <laughs> they yeah. want to get him out of there but they don't they want his money yeah yeah but I think it was easier to just have an old lady because they could scam her for more money mm, than what, um, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like, it's not the main focus of the film. Uh, the main focus is Joe and him trying to kind of get a, into a professional work life as you do when you get older, I think. I don't know. I don't know either. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and um, trying to get a girlfriend mm -hmm. and uh, brings her back to the cockroach infested apartments yeah get cock blocked by the cockroaches by the roaches. yeah yeah uh they try and help him but they are oh. kind of like that's nice all over the place like okay. thousands of cockroaches would be mm. there's so many cockroaches trying to also serenade with some beautiful music <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Hmm. A very iconic uh, musical number on the toilet. It's very, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. hmm. Damn. <laughs> I just, it seems, it's like, it feels like three movies. Kind of. Yeah. But yes. All being told at the same time. It's a lot yeah. happening, mm. but at the same time, nothing is happening, if that okay. makes sense. Yeah. It's like, I'm very confused. Uh, so it's like Slice of Life. I haven't seen. No, like oh. the genre of Slice oh. of Life. Yeah. Mm. It's just, uh, yeah. But it is funny to kind of have this often when we see like a character trying to figure things out, they have kind of a sidekick animal. Yeah. It's like a dog or a cat. Or a here, donkey. Or, yeah, or a donkey. Mm. And here we get thousands of cockroaches is that yeah and i would go insane having a thousands of talking cockroaches living in my apartment yeah yeah i think me too but i feel if they could talk i think i would feel differently really yeah i don't know i feel like that would be more <laughs> annoying <laughs> yeah but like then it could be like open dialogue i feel like you know, that's the issue with having insects in your apartment is that mm. there's no open dialogue. There's no communication between roommates. So you just kind of assume that they shouldn't be there. But if they could communicate, then I feel yeah, like that would be better. Cats and dogs can't communicate either. Yeah. And they also don't pay rent. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe the cockroaches could pay rent. Uh, They don't in this film. Damn. But it was like if every cockroach in this film <laughs> just threw in like one cent each, mm. the whole <laughs> everything yeah. would be paid, which would be nice. But they don't, mm. so yeah, they're just there to fall on your girlfriend's titties and <laughs> <laughs> and sing you to sleep, kind of. Oh, okay, <laughs> interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm very excited to watch it. Yeah, I'm super excited to see mm. it again on a big screen. But yeah, it definitely fits in the trash category because at the end it's like, if this is 10 minutes longer, I'm going to die because <laughs> mm. I, I want it to be over in like a, I'm having a good time, but please, God. Stop. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's mm. that's enough slices. Yeah. Mm. I asked uh, Remy, who was on the podcast yesterday, or I recorded today, mm -hmm. uh, if there was anything like in particular in the trash festival that you are looking forward to watching. 
that you haven't seen before. Or if you have seen it before. I am really looking forward to see Who Killed Captain Alex, but I have seen it before. Mm. Yeah, it sounds uh, great. Yeah, no, I'm so excited mm. for it. Uh, but I think other than that, maybe Santo versus Frankenstein's Daughter. Yeah, that sounds very fun. Very excited for mm. that one. Uh, also, the Toxic Avenger for mm-hmm. the sole purpose that when the remake comes out, I can be like, I've seen the original actually. Yeah, flex. Yeah. Here in Bergen, I yeah. saw it, which is great. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I think there's a lot of films that I'm excited about this yeah. year. Yeah, all of them. All of them. All of the films are my oh, favorite. It's gonna be so fun. <laughs> no, I am excited because uh, we are getting the Bergen premiere of Seth Dickerson, mm. a short film. Yep. Uh, I have seen it, so yeah, it wouldn't too. be the first time. Yeah. But I am really excited that we got that, and we're gonna have a little talk afterwards with totally. the creators. Yeah, that's gonna, be, that's gonna cool. be super cool. Yeah. So I would definitely recommend. Yeah, that's on checking that on Saturday. Out. Saturday at eighteen thirty. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then we're showing the film. It's about fifteen minutes, and mm-hmm. then we'll have a talk afterwards, yeah. which is gonna be great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Remy was discussing kind of like how he would define trash. Mm-hmm. And I suppose you, as another member of the trash board, yes, I was wondering what your guesstimated uh, definition of trash could be, <laughs> because all we talked about was that it's uh, very difficult to define in it a is. way, or like everyone will have a different opinion of yeah. what is trash. I think for me, it's like the films that are so bad is good, hmm. uh, but I think it can be a lot more than that also, because uh, so bad is good. I feel like you can be in all the categories when it comes to how much money has been spent to make the film. Uh, Twilight is one of the so bad is good films for me. It's good. It, it is good. <laughs> I just tell myself it's so bad is good to get less embarrassed that I like it. Huh. But I I think it can be a lot. I think also like independent films like Septic Hexen. Yeah. It's, I, I wouldn't call that trashy or a trash film yeah but i think it kind of belongs in the genre of being like low budget yeah and um few people working on it it, mm. it could be i feel like trash is such a broad and difficult genre yeah but it's like i find it very hard to find the words mm-hmm. for it in a way like you want to have like a stamp tell all words that kind of catches the whole umbrella because i feel like in my head it it's like it's low budget low production kind mm-hmm. of like countries with not the infrastructure for mm-hmm. for hollywood films and trash is all part of one thing but it's mm-hmm. kind of like what is that one thing yeah yeah and like exploitation film is also within that oh yeah that's definitely a part of yeah it. yeah it's like subversive cinema kind of yeah yeah because uh, yeah it can be very low low budget mm. i think uh, who killed kevin alex has a very low budget 85 dollars yeah and then we have like the room which is definitely a trash film yeah which has a budget of six million dollars that's crazy so it can be yeah so much yeah and it's so difficult to decide but i think one common thing i feel like with trash is it's the films that are very fun to see together with other people yeah and you can kind of be in a cinema together with people you don't know as well and just have a good time Mm. and laugh because 
what you will see no matter the price tag on <laughs> production of the film it's going to be funny it's going to be a bit cringy yeah you're going to feel a little bit sorry for everyone involved <laughs> in the film mm. um but overall you were like i had a good time with that yeah uh, if that is you yourself talking or the six beers you had during the film talking, <laughs> I don't care as yeah. long as you had a good time. Totally. And you had fun seeing yeah. something that you might not see other places or in other cinemas. Yeah. It, it's it's a win. <laughs> totally. Yes. And it fits the genre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Yeah. Trash isn't <laughs> something you can define. It's just a vibe. Totally. Yeah. No, I'm very looking forward to it. There's yeah. A, a lot of cool stuff in the program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And kind of last year was like my first uh, foray into BFK, mm-hmm. actually. So it's like a personal oh, thing for me. That's nice. Because I, that was like my beginning, mm-hmm. I feel. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's... Uh... It's going to be good. Mm. Yeah. I, I said this on the last episode as well, but I really, really... I think my favorite thing from Trash last year was the Lion Man. That was very fun. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Like, uh, in an objectively good... You know, that was way. very fun. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah. Uh like <laughs> Yeah. Mm. Uh, fun fact from last year's Trash. Mm. Uh, we showed uh, Neil Breen. Yes, we did. Which one did we show again? Double Down. Double Down. Uh, something happened to that film. Oh yeah, that's that is so true. So the sound yeah. uh, was a bit off. More than a bit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think with that film, it's fine. I don't think it's kind of like you can't, like I mean, if you've, uh, yeah, I'm not trying to like slate BFK, but. We have problems sometimes. We do. And sometimes it's like, this doesn't... Uh, you know it's a problem because it's like, why would this film have mm-hmm. this problem? But with with Neil Breen and Double Down and like knowing he edits his own film, it's kind mm-hmm. of like, this could have been yeah. accidentally on purpose. Because I had seen it before. Can we actually talk about this? <laughs> that we showed that film? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Why? <laughs> We have a little bit of a beef with Neil Breen. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so, so don't mention him in your in any text form. No, it's fine. Well, I already just... did an episode on him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, no, I it's spoke, fine. I spoke very highly of him. Yeah, no, he's great. Uh, it's just we had we asked him if we could show one of his films uh, years ago, and he was like, "No, I won't show my film in a tiny, silly little cinema like you." <laughs> And our booking responsible for BFK at the time was is Kenneth, who is the booking responsible for Trash Film now. Mm. He replied, it's fine. I don't need your silly little movie anyway. I'm going to enjoy my tans- cans of tuna by myself and you no. have a good life. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> we didn't hear anything else, but yeah. like... We should try again. We should. We should make amends. We should. But yeah, it is... I think Neil Breen is a person. <laughs> he is a creator. He's a filmmaker. Yeah. It's uh He's so special. He is. Yeah. And but that's also why it's like with the audio issues we had with the uh double down. Mm. It's like this could have been a creative decision. <laughs> totally. Or like just something that he like didn't notice. Yes. 
because I sat there, I had seen it before, hmm. and I sat there and was like, something feels off, but I don't know if it's because something is off, hmm. or it's just, it feels a bit strange, <laughs> like a... It didn't uh, impact my enjoyment of the film. Oh, uh, it impacted mine. Oh, okay. Anna, because we both yeah. noticed, and we yeah. just went outside and checked it, and we were like, we can't go back in and watch it now because now we know. Yeah, <laughs> and we don't want to think about that. No, <laughs> but I also well, as think as an audience member, it was yeah. Okay. But I think sound is the only thing Neil Breen doesn't do. Right. So <laughs> it's like yeah. But yeah, that's a bit of a fun fact from Trash Last yeah, here. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Do you have any closing remarks about Joe's apartment? Um. One thing that is funny that I am with a Joe now and we're yeah. not in his apartment, we're in my apartment. Yeah. And so uh, yeah. Yeah. This could have been very meta of us, but we, we did. Yeah, we should have done it. Once. Yeah. Like we could have opened, like, hey, we're going to talk about Joe's apartment yeah. in Joe's apartment. That's uh, uh, two missed opportunities that I've had this semester oh that no. I have missed. This will be the second one, not not uh, hosting this one in my apartment, mm-hmm. and also not outing Bendik on the Call Me By Your Name episode. <sighs> that was truly a missed one. It was. I yeah. didn't even think about it. No, I'm s- you're just thinking about yourself. Yeah, no. should I host the podcast anymore? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, how dare you not out yeah. someone? <laughs> no. He wanted to talk about it, just not yes. as yeah, a, for like, yeah. just quickly adding that. But, um... Yeah, no, please come and Absolutely. enjoy yeah. Joe's apartment and know that uh, this Joe's apartment does not look like the Joe's apartment in the film. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> a quick little, yeah. Yeah, the only gross creature in there is me. But it, don't talk about my, <laughs> don't talk about my friend like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, thanks for talking about it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this should be very fun. Yeah, yep. Trash will be 24th. To the 26th yes. of November, uh, the day after this episode comes out. Mm-hmm. So please come. After the opening film, there will be a party at Utpobad. Yeah. Which you should come and join. And we yes, have a little should. quiz. Yeah. And maybe I even spoil some of the answers in this oh. podcast. Wow. You're so smart. I know. <laughs> Such a big brain. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye.